Hey, 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 it's your girl Steffi J, and I am back. This is, I think, the 11th episode. So I say that's a season, so let's call this the season finale. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I will continue. I'll be back with the season two. So we're just going to, you know, wrap up this season, talk about a few things. Got a few things to get off my chest, a few things I want to talk about, a few things I want to tell y'all about. So go grab your sip and come right back. All right, you guys, I just want to start off by doing a Juneteenth recap of the two events that I went to over the Juneteenth weekend. The first one me and my sister went to was um, in Nubian Square. What we know as Dudley is now the new Nubian Square in Roxbury, um, and it was at the Blair parking lot. It was hosted by King Boston. Now, aside for some, from some vendor issues, there were some issues with getting information to the vendors and setting up the vendors and making sure the vendors had everything that they needed. That didn't go well. Hmm. That didn't go well at all. But aside from that, the event itself was nice. To look out across the parking lot and see all these people, all different shades, all different nationalities, all different denominations, just everywhere together enjoying the day of freedom there was some singing there was some dancing there was some uh they did a special tribute also to uh the guy that owned alpha and omega apparently he passed away earlier this year so condolences to alpha and omega but um that event was nice as i said aside from that vendor stuff um which we hopefully can get straightened out that event itself was nice and then on monday the 20th the other event that me and my sister had went to was done by the Chelsea Black Community, the CBC. And they had that at Washington Park in Chelsea. That is the cutest little park I've ever seen. It just sits like right there in the middle. It's just one little square and it is so cute. But once again, there was a little bit of issue at the food service table. But again, it wasn't enough to dampen the day. That event was awesome as well. Um, They had some entertainment there. There was a live band that was singing and stuff and you'll see as I'm working with the website you'll see where I put a clip of them. It's not up yet but I'll be getting that up soon of the performance of the people. They also had hair braiding. They had face painting. They had free food. I mean it was just awesome. It was awesome and the highlight is I got to meet Ayanna Presley. Her and my mom took a beautiful photo together. Beautiful. Ayana, we are so proud of you, and it was a pleasure to meet you. A pleasure. Good luck to you. Hang on in there, girl. We got your back. But, yep, that was the wrap-up for the Juneteenth events. As I said, the, the, the vendor issues and the food service table issues, they, they, they were an issue, but not enough to put a damper on the event itself. So, it was a wonderful weekend in Roxbury, Massachusetts, and Chelsea, Massachusetts for the Juneteenth weekend. It was awesome, and we're looking forward to another Juneteenth next year. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. So, I was reading a story on Yahoo Mail the other day, and it was talking about um, an employee who marked 27 years working as a cook and a cashier at the Las Vegas airport Burger King. He's worked at there as a cook and a cashier for 27 years without missing one day. 
<laughs> That's phenomenal. 27 years and not miss a day. All right, well, the company decided, you know what? We're going to reward you for all your hard work. We really appreciate you and everything you've done. So, you know, every, the powers that be all got together. They pulled all the employees together, and they're going to give him his gift. So they presented this young man with a clear plastic backpack. Inside that backpack was one, you hear me, one single movie ticket, a Starbucks reusable cup, a roll of lifesavers, a bag of Reese's Pieces, and a couple of other little trinkets. <laughs> Are you serious? After 27 years, I can't even get a Burger King cup. <laughs> These people should be ashamed of themselves. Well, you know what? His daughter didn't think that was cool. Just like I don't think that's cool. That's just downright disgusting. And they should be ashamed of themselves. So his daughter decided, hey. I'm going to start a GoFundMe for my dad. So she explained the whole situation on the GoFundMe, and she let it fly. One of the actors, David Spade, he happened to come across the, the uh, GoFundMe, read the story, saw what it was all about, and donated $5,000. So that was really nice. Also, um, as of this recording, last I checked, I think it was yesterday, um... That GoFundMe has raised over $60,000. <laughs> yes, that's what you call a thank you for 27 years of service. So congratulations to you for your 27 years. Although your company didn't really appreciate you, dude, we all appreciate you. Congratulations. And why don't you go buy you a Burger King? <laughs> and work for yourself, homie. Work for yourself. Well, congratulations to him on his 27 years. Okay. There was another story that I was reading. Now, I don't know if anybody remembers the show Full House. Not the reboot. The original show, Full House. Where there was a girl on there named Jody Sweeten. I forgot which one of those little uh, Tanner girls she played. But they literally have a write-up in the paper, and they had a write-up in the paper for the last few days. Apparently, she was at a pro-choice protest, and a cop pushed her, and she fell down. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying this cop pushing her was right. But are we really getting ready to write front-page write-ups because she got pushed? People are leaking blood in the streets in these protests. She gets pushed. Happens to stumble and fall down. Scrape her widow knee. And now we got three days of page one write-ups. Come on, people. Let's really determine what's important and what's not. Again, I don't want to minimize the fact that she was pushed by a law enforcement officer. I get that. And I'm not saying that was right. But um, it's not that serious, and I really shouldn't even know anything about this. But here we go. Now, there was another story that kind of broke my heart. And it was here in Boston. Um, apparently, there's some parents that are suing Brigham and Women Hospital. 
Um, the woman was pregnant, you know, she went to go have the baby. She had the baby, but the baby ended up passing away. She was born premature. She was just two pounds and five ounces. And um, she passed away, unfortunately. Um, and the mother had already had two miscarriages before having this little girl who they had named Everly. That's beautiful. Well, anyway, El Everly passed away. And um, now the parents are suing Brigham and Women's Hospital. <laughs> Guess what Brigham and Women's did? They lost the baby's body. Yeah, they lost the baby's body. I want to start off first by saying condolences to the parents. I'm not going to say their names. But I just want to say condolences to them on the loss of their daughter. And I cannot believe that the hospital literally lost the baby's body. Now, from what people are saying, apparently the baby was wrapped up and taken down to the morgue, of course, where they take bodies. There's a certain place where they put babies and a certain place where they put um, adults or, you know, bigger people, older people, whatever. Well, apparently the place where they put babies, this baby never made it. And what the powers that be believe happened is that the baby somehow ended up getting wrapped up with the dirty linen and sent out. <laughs> wow, really? So there was a few places that they could go. They were thinking, you know, dirty linen, trash, whatever. I don't know. But all I do know is little Miss Everly's body is not where it was supposed to be. The family's already going through enough. The last thing they want to hear is the hospital doesn't know what you did with my child's body. So good luck to them on their lawsuit. Good luck to them. And again, my condolences to that family. Hey, you guys, you know what I heard today? They gave R. Kelly 30 years in prison. Dang, I miss my sound machine right now because we need some real claps for that. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't feel sorry for him. As far as I'm concerned, uh, R. Kelly should have went to prison 30 years ago. Everybody knew what he was doing, but I guess because it was little black girls, it didn't matter none. The minute he married Aaliyah under false pretenses and doctored up papers, he should have had some handcuffs slapped on him. We're talking about some rich R&B singer who named himself the king of R&B, and at one point he really was. Why are you diddling around with little girls? Why are you running around trying to mess with little girls? Then you kidnapping them and you holding them hostage. You ain't letting them go. You ain't doing nothing. You can't do that, man. And I guess he thought he was above the law because he had been getting away with it, like I said, for 20 plus years is when these allegations first came up about him. But finally, they said, you know what, dude? We are sick. We are tired. We are sick and tired. So we are going to give you 30 years in prison. Well, R. Kelly, don't drop the soap. All right, you know what, guys? Something needs to be done with these gun laws. People have gone off the deep end with these shootings. Everybody gets mad and wants to start shooting. Just think if every time somebody got mad, somebody got shot. There'd be nobody left. We have got to do something about these gun laws. I don't want to get too deep into it right now because that is going to be a topic of discussion in season two. 
So what? I need you guys to send me in your thoughts and your opinions about these gun laws. What do you think we can do to make this world a better place as far as these guns go? Because it's just, it's just too much. It's just far too much. So send me in your thought and opinion. Opinionated by Design Podcast at gmail.com. We're going to talk about that next season. Because over this past weekend, June 25th and 26th, there were seven people killed. 46 people injured in 10 different mass shootings in two days. Yeah, let that sink in. Are you kidding me? What in the world is so wrong now? That's all you hear about. Seems like every other day there is a mass shooting. This this is crazy. This is really crazy. Seven people killed, 46 injured, and 10 different shootings in two days in this country. Come on. Come on. Um, but this is a lighter story. And it's about a dad and son who launched the first black male-owned wig and extension line. Ah, that is so cool. Because that's usually a market that's sold up by the Asians. You know, they got the hair pieces and the wigs. They got that sold up. But what this man and his 15-year-old son done is they bought blackhair.com from an Asian family. And now they've started their own black male-owned wig and extension line. I mean, that's just awesome. They're based out of Columbus, Ohio. And their tagline is, get this, where beauty meets royalty. Cool, huh? They said they retail high-end synthetic wigs and extensions that are extremely lightweight and easy to wear, wash. They come in various lengths, styles, and colors. Hmm, that's something. And uh, the father, he says, we are very determined to offer the absolute best quality and most modern styles for black women in the United States, Canada, UK, the Caribbean, and in all African nations. So if you want to look into more to see what's going on there, perhaps patronize them, get yourself some hair, you can visit them at blackhair.com. Yeah, wow, that is so cool. Okay, yeah, I thought I would try this segment called Steffi J Shows Show Me the Way. And that's where I'll read um, listeners' letters and give them relationship advice. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I give good advice. What you talking about, Willis? I give good relationship advice. Anyway, here's my first one. Now, she says she's 62, and her man is 36, and he's got two young kids. They've been in a relationship for three years, and so far, she hasn't met any of his siblings. She hasn't met his mother. She hasn't met any family members or friends, and she said they've only been intimate a few times. She says basically her, their relationship consists of phone calls and text messages. She's invited him and the kids to holidays and birthday meals and just different things that are going on with her and her family. But he's always got other plans. And he's never invited her to any family gatherings. Now, he tells her he cares for her, and she says she cares for him. But this isn't working for me. What do you think? Confused. <laughs> Come on now. 
confused. You are not confused. You know exactly what's going on here. Dude is married. Dump him and get you a single man. End of story. Wow, I can't even... That's just too bad. I don't know why people got to be that way. I don't know why people got to be that way. Well, there's one more I'm going to do, and then I'm going to save the other ones for season two. Um, Now, this guy was saying that he was introduced to a friend through his cousin. And on the first date, he gave her a small bouquet of flowers and took her to a nice restaurant. He said, now, on the second date, which happened to be on Valentine's Day, he brought her some more flowers and a little small teddy bear. That's so cute. And took her to a nice restaurant. And he said, at the end of the night, she had the nerve to tell him that she was disappointed with the gifts that he had given her. Now, he wants to know if she's not happy that day and they're just now getting acquainted, will he ever be able to please her in the future? Signed, Desperate. Desperate, don't even try it. First things first, that was y'all's second date. So I thought it was really nice that you even bought her the little stuffed teddy bear, the flowers and stuff like that. I thought that was really nice right there. And while she, why she was expecting more, I don't know. But her little entitled ways... I think you should just set her back over wherever you got her from. Let somebody else deal with that mess. Because if she's acting like this on the second date, can you imagine what life for her must be like? Do yourself a favor and me so you don't have to keep writing me about her. Dump her and go get you somebody else. <laughs> okay, y'all, now check out this story. Now, everybody knows how high the gas prices are. They are very high here on this side of the map and even higher on the other side of the map. Well, there was a guy that worked at a gas station in California where the gas is $6.99 a gallon at the time of the writing of that story. He mistakenly put in 69 cents. Can you believe it? The original price is $6.99 per gallon, and he put in 69 cents per gallon. Hmm. Why couldn't I have been pulling up to that gas station at that time? Why did I miss out on that one? Anyway, there was quite a few people that didn't miss out on it. And it took them about two, three hours before they realized what had actually happened. And within that time, I think the company lost like somewhere between twenty dollars and $22,000. So needless to say, they fired them. They fired them. We're done. We, we can't do this. You're fired. So they started a GoFundMe because they wanted to get the money back up so that they could pay the company back. I mean, I'm pretty sure the guy knew no matter what, he wasn't getting his job back. But he at least wanted to pay the company back the money that they had lost due to his heir. Well, he raised, I think, about $24,000, $25,000. He went to go give it to the company. I think it was a mobile. And um, they didn't want it. They're like, you know what? We're good. We're good. We don't want the money. Uh, you can't have your job back. We're just all going to move on from this. We're going to, you know, we've already made that money back up. Just do what you're going to do. So now the guy wants to keep the money to use it for his expenses since he's not working. Hmm. What do y'all think about that? 
they did put, um, they changed up the stuff on the GoFundMe talking about how they went to go present the money to the company and the company did not accept it. So the man wants to keep the money to pay for expenses. And they also allowed anybody who may have wanted to get their donation back an opportunity to get their donation back. Now me, I, I figured, you know what, let the guy keep the money. I mean, he did come back out and tell everybody what was going on. I mean, he could have just kept the money and acted like he gave it to them and moved on and never spoke anything else about this. But he didn't. They came back to let people know what was going on and gave you an opportunity to get your money back if you wanted to. And they did say a couple of people did get their money back, but for the most part, he ended up with all that money. So kudos to him. Hopefully, he can find a job soon. And double hopefully... He can pay more attention to detail. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not laughing that he got fired. I'm just like, man, why couldn't I have been there to get some of that 69 cent gas? Well, I guess you can't have everything. All right. You know, y'all know what's getting on my nerves. DoorDash. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I'm talking about DoorDash. I'm sure Grubhub. I'm sure Uber Eats and... Whatever other food services that are out there, they all do it. I think that the driver should get his tip after he delivers. Now, my second job that I work at, you know, we get a lot of food deliveries. There's a bunch of us there. Food deliveries are always coming. Now, you know how, like, you can put in a little section the directions, so you'll give them directions to exactly what you want them to do with your food, and you move on. So many times I have seen where the delivery person has pulled up, they'll walk up to the door. Now, I'm tapping the door so that they can come on in because it's a locked facility, so I have to buzz the door for them to come in. I'm buzzing the door. You can hear it clicking. Instead of them opening the door and coming in, they decide to take the food and do what? Set it on the ground. That's right. Set it on the ground. Then take a picture of the food sitting on the ground. Excuse me, but why would you put my food on the ground? Especially when I asked you to deliver it in the lobby. All you got to do is open the door, pull the door, come on in, and leave it in the lobby. But instead, you chose to leave it on the ground. There are times where they don't follow directions. Sometimes it's hard. You go out there, it's like, where is my food? I didn't see it. You're going right past the front door to go to the back door. I didn't tell you to go to the back door. I told you to leave it at the lobby. The lobby ain't at the back door. And just all kinds of other little delivery nightmares. I believe that if we held their tip until after the delivery, those things wouldn't be going on. So that's something to think about food delivery service peoples. Drivers, follow directions. Quit putting people's food on the ground. Would you want your food on the ground? Ain't nobody dogs. Okay, now that I didn't got that off, because that's just been really irking me. It's just really been irking me. But now that I got that off, that's fine. All right, there's a few things that we as the people need to stop doing. One of them is we need to stop dealing with toxic people. Yep, talking to negative, toxic people is draining. Doesn't matter who this person is to you or how long you've known this person. If they leave you feeling bad after you talk to them, hey, mm -mm, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's already enough negativity out in the world. I don't need to surround my everyday life with negative people. 
So stop dealing with toxic people. Stop regretting things. Make your decision, roll with it, and deal with it. You can't undo the things you've done. So why are you going to continue to beat yourself up about it? If you wish there was something you had done in the past, you still got time to do it now. Each day that you wake up and you are breathing, that is another chance to get it right. So stop regretting stuff. It's just a waste of time and energy. Stop expecting people to change. When people show you who they are, believe them. I am not going to allow people to hurt me to heal themselves. I will say that again for the people in the back that did not hear me. I am not going to allow people to hurt me in order to heal themselves. And you shouldn't either. People shouldn't even want to do that. So stop expecting people to change. Because if I talk to you about your behavior and it changes for a week and then it goes right back to what it was, you have no intentions on changing. All your little so-called uh, apologies are just crap. They're lies and you have no intention on changing and you just think you can continue to do what you want to do. But nope, it's not going to happen. This is a funny one, but we need to stop spending so much money. I said that I was going to do this experiment, and I really hope that I can keep up with it. I'm going to take a, a week, maybe two weeks, but at least I know a week period, and I'm going to write down every single thing that I spend money on. Every single thing. So that I can see, what am I doing? Because sometimes I'm like, I should have more money than this. So it's like, what are you really doing with your money? Then sometimes when you sit down and do things like that, you see where it's going. And you can really see where you need to cut corners and make changes at, you know? Another thing, stop putting everybody else first. Everybody else and their needs ain't always more important than you and your needs. Sometimes you just got to step up and think about and worry about and set yourself straight. Stop putting everybody else before you. They ain't always that important and you so unimportant where their stuff has to come before yours. Another thing, stop settling. You don't need to settle for anything you are less than excited with. I mean, you could be grateful and all the stuff for what's going on, but that doesn't mean you have to settle and stay in this place. You may be happy where you are in life, but does that mean 25, 30 years from now you need to be in the same place? No. So stop settling for stuff. Go out there and go after and go for what it is that you want. You deserve it. You deserve it. Stop being negative. Stop being negative. It just goes into the, the toxic people that I'm talking about. And I'm not talking about light toxicity. And I mean, you know, I might be trying to make excuses for myself because sometimes I have light toxicity. But we all do, you know, the occasional tea spilling that we do. That's like a light form of toxicity. But when I say let go of toxic people, I mean people that are draining you. These energy vampires that we've talked about. These people that mean you no good. These people that are only around, not for you, but for the benefit of you. These toxic people, let them go. And if you kill the negativity as well, kill the negativity, stop doubting yourself. Stop it. 
And now that you're done killing the negativity, stop doubting yourself. And the final thing is just stop and breathe. Sometimes that's all we need to do to refocus and recenter our energy in the right spot. It's just stop and breathe. That's right. Stop and breathe. Stop and smell the roses. <laughs> that's funny. Well, guys, I'm going to wrap this up. But I just wanted to say... Thank you very much. Thank you for all of those that kicked it with me this entire season. I'm so excited. I appreciate my loyal listeners. You know who you are. My loyal followers, I thank you for joining me every week for these conversations. Um, I'll be back on the 14th of July. And we're going to start up season two. We're going to do a few new things in the new season, so hopefully we can do some things that will allow me to keep bringing you awesome content week after week. Um, I'm looking to possibly having guests on the show and just doing a lot of other different little things, putting a few segments in. And, you know, so if you got any ideas, comments, suggestions, and of course, your opinions, hit me up. Opinionated at opinionated by design podcast at gmail.com. You can find me on social media at opinionated by design or visit the website opinionated by design.com. I am so excited about that website. I'm still building it, still putting it together, but go take a look at what I have so far and let me know what you think. Subscribe so that you can get the month the uh, blog every time I put it out, which I've been doing pretty good writing it so. Subscribe on the website. That way you can get the blog, a copy of the blog email to you when it first comes out. You can also listen to past episodes um, of Opinionated by Design on the uh, website. So we're doing big things. You know, we're seeing what we can do. You know, guys, support me. Support me. Support my podcast. I need a new computer. <laughs> You know, guys, you can also leave me voice notes. Um, if you're listening to me on Spotify or through Apple, they have a, a way where you can leave voice messages for me. So uh, try it. I need you guys to like, subscribe, share, comment, sponsor, 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 sponsor. But again, I want to thank you guys so much for allowing me this space and this time and this opportunity to share this world with you. For the 20, 30 minutes each week. I thank you. I thank you and I thank you. So. On July 14th. As I said. We will be preparing season 2. Yay. But thank you for a successful. Awesome fun season 1. And I'll see you on the 14th of July. Bye.